And we are off. Jeff, do you have a pencil mm. sharpener? I do. It's right there. I have been having a problem with pencil sharpeners like the past five years. Okay. Every time I use one, the lead just comes right out, like slips right out. Okay. Any pencil sharpener. The small ones, the electric ones. I uh, Am I using them wrong somehow? Shoddy pencils be my guess. Let's see how this works for him. That's a that's a fine pencil. It's a good pencil. It's an exacto pencil sharpener, so it's it's a pretty good one. And that that works exactly like I wanted it to work. So okay. Let's see if the lid slips out. No, I, I mean I, I literally. <laughs> I mean I could I could pull it out right. just like that. So there you go. Bring all your pencils up here and sharpen them guess, once a week. I guess so. The ones yeah. that work don't, don't work too well. Why buy a pencil sharpener when you're here every week anyway? Well, I wasn't here last week because I was in London, baby. London. And what did you do in London? Um, I mostly sat in in conference rooms, mm-hmm. so it was not um, super exciting. I learned some stuff. That's cool. Uh, uh, I presume you minded the gap. I d- yes. Did I mind the gap? have a picture one of several i know showing pictures is not the best thing to do on the radio but this is a mind the gap poster that was uh (laughs) out there in the in the wild Um, how how many people a year like get stuck in the gap you're asking the wrong person yes maybe none because they mind it so well (laughs) i I figure they they say it for a reason there are gaps Mm -hmm. so yeah um, the other, the other mind, the gap one is this, this picture, <laughs> but it's an illusion. Take a close, closer look. Oh, it's, a, it's an illusion. It's a belt loop. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got a picture, a selfie where there's a dude bending over in tight, tight jeans. Uh, what are the stretchy jeans called? I don't know. And, uh. It looks like he's butt crack showing, but no, it's just the belt loop up against yeah, his skin. The, the belt is is a skin tone belt, mm-hmm. so it looks like there's a crack showing when I think it's a she is bending over. Is it a she? But that would uh, explain the pants, I guess. Because yeah, there's the later picture and okay, yeah. Was that the reason for that photo, or was that just an accidental bonus? It was, it was an accidental bonus. Oh, okay. I, I was just trying to get a selfie of me at the Tower of London. Oh, okay. Just to be like, you know, okay, here I am. Right. Because um, I'm like, if you were actually going for getting that gap shot, then that's, that, that's that, pretty lucky. It was just a bonus. Uh, this is one of my favorite uh, pictures um, I've ever taken. And it was a picture that I was like, this is, yeah, yes, I'm in London. <laughs> He's on the tube. And there is a guy in a top hat and a tuxedo, I guess, or is that a coachman's jacket? I have no idea. And there's a woman staring at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you taking pictures? But uh, I, I don't, I mean, she wasn't like that the whole time because there's mm-hmm. a picture from earlier. So I think it's just a, a catching a moment thing. Gotcha. But, um,. Yeah, no, uh, London was was great. I would love to go back when I had more time to to really explore. I didn't get to do uh, much in the way of, of running around. Mm-hmm. 
a couple people were very very helpful um dave of course dave morton mm-hmm. right and um uh, tony Kierman was uh, really really helpful he gave me some uh, tips on where to go to uh for for beer and uh so a nice a great beer shop let's see here the dean swift i was down by the uh I was down at, at the tower, and I was like looking for a pub or someplace, and I crossed the tower bridge, and there was a pub like right there, and uh, then Tony said, you should try Dean Swift, it's right nearby, and so I immediately went over to Dean Swift, and it was really cool. That's cool. I have some um, nice pictures of Dean Swift, there's some cool stuff they had. This is the uh, the beer I had, and then the next one was, which was a Colonel IPA, very good. Uh, with mosaic hops and other stuff. Go to the next one. There's some cool stuff written on the uh, stuff versus porter. Yes, English versus American pale ales. Mm-hmm. It's a cool place. It is cool. Did you have stuff that was on Beer Engine, or was it all on draft? Or? Yeah, I had a couple things that were on Beer Engine. Um, uh, went to Victoria's, someplace in Piccadilly Circle. Stuff was on Beer Engine. Um, yeah, and most of the stuff for the first couple of days was on Beer Engine, and then mm-hmm. the last day I went out, um, went out to let's see, <laughs> went to Howling Hops. Then I got the suggestion to go to uh, Mother Kelly's, and then I went to. Uh, Barlow, Jamie Barlow suggested um, a place because I was looking for a, a real good uh, meal. Mm-hmm. He suggested a nice farm-to-table place called The Marksman, and uh, that was excellent. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that was a nice night. That was that was a night um, that I so I would use the tube for almost all of, of my traveling. And then that last night, when I got, I got out to uh, the tank place... <laughs> <laughs> Can't remember all the names. I'm sorry. Mark, no, no. Uh, Howling Hops. That, that mm-hmm. was out way out in the east, east of London. Okay. And so that took. So you know, I had to go on, on the above ground, and uh, then it was like, okay, well, then it would take me 40 minutes to get to the next place. I'll just start Ubering, and yeah, Uber was very, very nice. <laughs> Good thing it was still running, huh? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Okay, I guess I could have lifted. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So we're drinking. Oh, so another. See, I went to Brew Dog Brewery at one point. Uh, that was after I had ramen that night. I think. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's, you know, just I, I didn't get have much chance to really run around and, and check places out. The only historical place I went to was Tower of London because I wanted to do something like that, mm-hmm. and I was able to do that on Sunday. Uh, and I just, you know, was conferenced out for most of it so i couldn't do a whole lot right i couldn't you know really enjoy a big night out because i got a conference way in the morning i gotta sit through right gotcha that's cool i've never been to london so i'm a bit jealous but it i mean i definitely would you know it's 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 recommended it's it's yeah no it sounds cool Sounds cool. There's a guy here in Pittsburgh, Ed Venitas, who, like, 
he only vacations in London. <laughs> he runs the you know the Pittsburgh pubs website, and I don't know. He's like tra- he's not a transplant Brit or anything, but he would be if he could be type mm-hmm. thing. And uh, yeah, he like goes there like once or twice a year. Wow, he's always going to London. Well, it, it's not too expensive. I mean, the, the fun, one of the reasons why I went to London was because this conference was also held in um, San Jose, but the trip out to San Jose would have cost more. Really? Wow. The flight was less to London. That's insane. Uh, so, yeah. I was like, I'll, I'll take, the, take advantage of that, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. Um, the... The flights are actually really easy. The flight f- I had to go from Detroit, but the flight from Pittsburgh to Detroit is uh, basically up and down, 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's not a big deal. Um, and it flew a Delta slash Virgin America, and it was a decent uh, flight, decent, even decent food, even in coach. Okay. So they know what they're doing. They even gave alcohol out for free in coach during the meals. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh-huh. So they had a whole nice entertainment system that I didn't really play around with because um, I just was listening to stuff and playing games and stuff that I had in my iPhone. Mm-hmm. But they had all these all, all these movies and TV shows, a whole bunch of them you can watch. So it was good. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Um, the only thing that really bugged me travel wise was the way back landing in detroit having to go through customs grab our bags again and then go through security again okay right like we have to do this ridiculous security theater thing one more time and i already bought like a soda and some water in um you know, in the London airport after we'd gone through security Uh and i had to throw that out again but i just put it into my bag (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um yeah i didn't really bring much back and i didn't s- spend time searching out for for beer places to, to bring stuff back so i we're drinking what i brought back right now which is the brew dog dead pony club <clears throat> session pale ale and it's kind of old which is why we're drinking it on the pre-show okay uh it's yeah, june 9th is when it was canned so it's been some time Do you think? It says 2018. Oh, oh. That's when it's Best Buy. Oh, no, that's... Oh, nine. Oh, that, that, actually, now that, now that I think about it, that would be... Uh, it's... Six, it would be the day. Right oh, right, it's twenty, but it's yeah. 2018. Oh, So okay. it's like Best Buy... Best Buy September, September of next year. Of next year. For a session <laughs> IPA. Okay. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. It's pretty malt forward for a um, session IPA. Yeah, the can's interesting because you know it doesn't have any of the U.S. stuff on it, but it's made for like six different countries. Mm-hmm. It has the importer for Italy, it has the importer for Finland, Sweden, Norway, Netherlands, Japan, and uh, Australia. I guess that is. Yeah, .com.au. So if you think so. they put a year on that, then that might be that not that old. Maybe the November. Uh, look at the the no pregnant 
silhouette there that's different. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't want pregnant people. <laughs> this beer won't get you pregnant. So that's that. I guess there's not really you know a huge amount to to talk about because yeah, like I said, it was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually took. This was one of the pictures I sent to um, my team. I guess now they're my old team because uh, I'm on a new team now. Uh, I said London Underground because we were we were in a basement basically okay. <laughs> <laughs> looking at a, during a conference. Yep, that's London for you. That's cool. No, it was really cool. I, I, I definitely want to go back again at a time when I can really mm-hmm. stretch my legs out and you know take some time of my own to just sort of play around. There's so much I would like to see. So so many great things. I'd love to visit the botanical gardens at uh, Kew. I'd like to go look at, I think there's some Darwin stuff. There's you know Royal Society. So I'll talk oh, some cool yeah. science stuff to, yeah. to check out. Got a Buckingham Palace and mess with the guards. That, <laughs> there were guards at, at the tower, but okay. I mean, and they were there, and it, it felt so I don't know gauche to be. To, <laughs> you think? <laughs> to go, nah, nah. <laughs> so yeah, I just was like, okay, that, that, it's neat that they're there, but you know, it's just part of the mm-hmm. the setting. Um, so I did see the the royal. So in, in the tower, I saw the jewels. Okay. Uh, which you're not allowed to t- take pictures of. Don't really care. Um, I mean, they're they're interesting, but I'm sure there are better pictures of stuff, the stuff online anyway. And right. um, the one thing that was funny was the the I guess the big diamond in the royal in one of the royal things was it looked like a piece of glass. I mean, it was just a mm-hmm. <laughs> it's big and chunk of carbon, really, and in, in, in arranged in the most like boring way possible, <laughs> and yet there it is. It's shiny. It sure is shiny. Um, what else is there? There was some cool torture stuff at the Tower of London. There's okay. a bunch of cool, uh, really cool, like medieval shit that you would probably like. All this. Uh, all of these armors and stuff like that. Oh, okay. That's cool. And the lens floor on your lens makes the horse look like a unicorn. <laughs> Just, you know, you swipe through and you can see some of the mm-hmm. things. You don't see horse armor every day. No. They got a lot of it. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to display. And then you even get some later stuff where they're like really intricate guns and stuff like that. Color of torment. I don't know what Jeff's looking at, but... I'm sorry. I was, I was looking at the Collar of Torment. Oh, yeah. It has spikes on it. That was, little... that was, that was meant for... It's, it, there was... Text there was, like, meant for the wives of... of, of Like, as... I don't know. It, it was What's the story behind crazy. the baby-sized... Uh, I, I just thought... There is a story, right? Because I yeah. took a picture of it. It's there. Uh, yeah. Was it for a kid, or... Dwarf or I I didn't have a lot of time. Oh, okay. I had fifty minutes, so 
I was running through and taking pictures of the description. So I can <laughs> You're like, I'm going to learn it later. Learn yeah. this shit later. Gotcha. Pretty neat. Awesome. Yeah, look at that book. No, <laughs> That's a big old book. Yeah. It's probably only like 35 pages. <laughs> no, it's... The book is The Ledger of Receipts. 914 page ledger. Okay. Includes detailed lists of the armories and Spanish weapon house in the Tower of London. Volume covers the period between uh, 21st June 19, 1675 and 2 September 1679. So it's four years. Cool. <laughs> in that gigantic ledger. Um, and then there is even some like, like, like golden machine guns. And- <laughs> Nice. Guild yeah. those machine guns for the Royals. There's a fucking P90 in there. Cool. Oh yeah. Huh. What's the? Oh, I don't. These pictures aren't great for the the listener at home. So. No. This gun is made from a high P90 personal defense weapon. Uh, this gun is made from high import plastics, high impact plastics, designed as a short. Bullpup rifle in a proprietary caliber it is issued to troops and police in many countries and is so futuristic in its design that it can be seen in the TV series Stargate. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, some of these are not... There wasn't really much need to me to take, <laughs> take the picture of, of the seen description. in the TV series Stargate. But, yeah. Um, Have you watched any of the Orville? No. Orville? I watched one. And I'm not interested in Seth MacFarlane's Voyager reap tread where he... With whack-off jokes. Well. But I watched the one episode, um, one called Priya. And it kind of had better, more traditional Star Trek story than like Voyager is doing. Like, then Discovery, you mean? Or Discovery, yeah. Then Discovery is doing. Well, I don't, I mean, I want TV to evolve. I don't want 50s Star Trek. I don't want 90s or yeah. 80s Star Trek. I want Star Trek for today. And and I, so far, I'm liking what Discovery is doing. It's doing something different, mm-hmm. which is good. I want different. Uh, I don't want the same. I don't want to repeat the same shit I've already seen before. Yeah, I do not want to see 90s Star Trek again. That had its place, and I like mm-hmm. 90s Star Trek for what it is. Okay. But I'm not in love with 90s Star Trek. Okay. Then never mind. Yeah. Never right. mind. <laughs> um, but there are... <laughs> there's a good joke, right? So there's this... Real quick, there's this android. Metal android. Mm-hmm. He, he's a data character, but he's, you know, completely metal. And... Um, one of the guys, you know, puts like Mr. Potato head things on his face and the android doesn't realize that they're there, right? And he was trying, to, this guy's trying to teach him humor and explain how a practical joke works. Mm-hmm. The guy wakes up, and falls out of bed, his leg is amputated. So, you know, the android was trying to do a practical joke and amputated his leg while he was sleeping. That's a that's an old joke. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> that is a very old joke. 
in fact, the, you know, that was just done in Guardians of the Galaxy, right? The Drax was like, oh, yeah. oh that's a practical joke. I just made it up. I mean, that's the... the yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. It was a laugh out loud moment, but yeah, I guess it isn't all that original on hindsight. There was a huge, uh, a huge uh, consistency error, right? Because the guy had it amputated below the knee. And then later on, the leg falls out of the sky in someone's cabin, and it's all the way up to the hip, you know? So, like, yeah. So, like... And the leg falls out of... It was, like, tucked up in the ceiling tiles or something. Because they must have dropped ceilings on the Orville. I figured that in in the Orville future, an amputated leg isn't that big a deal. They could probably... Like, well, no, they, they were... Yeah. That's what they were doing. Yeah. yeah, but somehow the leg grew its own thigh, since it wasn't... The thigh wasn't attached when it was amputated, so... These things happen on Seth MacFarlane shows. <laughs> um, speaking of Hollywood, there's a whole big shit going down. Yeah. I, before before I even like talk about this, I want to point out that I get the irony and the 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 problem with two white males in their forties discussing <laughs> sexual harassment. <laughs> Without you know, without any mm-hmm. anybody to to give us a better perspective on what's happening, uh, so I just want to point that out that I'm aware. Yeah, I mean it, it's not it, it's not going unnoticed that, and if we could have somebody in here, we would to discuss this better. Mm-hmm. But something interesting is happening right now in Hollywood. It it seems like this Weinstein stuff was a long time in coming. But then it just as soon as the floodgates were opened, yeah, it, it 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 all came tumbling out, and it's starting. It seems to be starting to spread to other people. Um, and what, what's interesting to me is, of course, I'm against everything that was done here, and um, the the primary problem is not. To my mind, him being a being attracted to and possibly hitting on people, but that he did it from a position of much higher power and with the ability to ruin somebody's mm-hmm. career. Right. So that was the real issue. So I've seen people saying, "What's wrong with?" With him just, you know, trying to hit on somebody, blah, blah, blah. We, What's we, wrong with him whacking off in plants in the hallway? I mean, I think that that is, of course, you know... That's that, like a completely separate problem, yeah, right? Yeah, right. But the, the problem with putting actresses in that position is the, the power dynamic of mm-hmm. that situation is way off. Uh, and so that is why it's such a horrible thing. And, and the fact that women have to deal with this all the time and it goes unsaid uh is a real issue Mm -hmm. uh so another another white guy in his 40s kevin smith you know he's made a lot of money mm -hmm. through miramax and the weinstein company he is going to donate all his future residuals from miramax Mm -hmm. and weinstein company to women in film type thing you know and basically he says you know Sure, you know, and he used to be buddy-buddy with Harvey. He was the guy that made him, right? Harvey Weinstein yeah. made mm-hmm. Kevin Smith. So, you know, he was kind of blind to it for so long, but, you know, now he's able to. And he, he just thinks, you know, I was able to do what I wanted to do, and I didn't have to do anything awful. And then, mm-hmm. you know, all these people had to do 
awful things to make their dreams come true, you know, and, uh, so, I mean, and then also if Weinstein Company folds, he's going to donate $2,000 a month. Right. So, so he said for like for the rest of his life, I think. Yeah. So, you know, good, good for him. Good on him. Uh, I, I think that it, it had to kind of come out now. If it would have happened 10 years ago, it would have been poo-pooed and probably not really acknowledged. Like there's the space that we're in culturally allows for this sort of thing to, to jump out now. And, and it, so it's like, it's, it, it, it's, it's hard to say, why didn't you do something 10 years ago when you first heard about it? Cause again, that power dynamic is at play. There's a bunch of stuff going on. He's making movies that are winning awards, making huge amounts of money. And the, the dynamic, the social dynamic of the country is completely different a lot of things had to come together for this mm -hmm. to come out. So I, I don't blame people for not saying stuff 10 years ago. And I, I understand why, but I don't like, I don't want to minimize the fact that people did stay silent for, you know, 10, 15 years about this shit mm -hmm. when it was going on. It, it, it's, it's a horrible thing that shouldn't have happened, but if people would have said anything 10 years ago, I don't know that, any of these consequences would have happened because of it. Yeah, you're right. It's it's interesting. I can't figure out like. I mean, I have kind of guesses. Like, why is the dynamic different that this was able to to take place now? Right. I mean, because we got a whole bunch of crazy shit going on. Right. Where it's it's like I'm I'm being careful how I say this because. I don't want to come out wrong, but, you know, like, many more people think it's okay to be a white nationalist or a Nazi now than they did a few years mm -hmm. ago. And to me, being, like, less, you know, more on this, you know, sexual harasser thing and stuff like that, making bringing that to the forefront, making it so unacceptable, maybe that's a reaction in... I don't know. It just seems like it would go the opposite direction if the country's, you know, sliding into this, you know. Well, I maybe, kind of maybe I kind fighting of, the battles you can fight, or I mean, I kind of agree with you that that the the Nazi thing comes into play here, but I don't think it's 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 that things are just getting more accepted. I think there's sort of there becomes a sort of push me pull you aspect where yeah. you know as certain threads are pulled, certain other threads get get pulled, and um. I think yeah. that Trump is a major ingredient here. I, I, I don't think it's, it's denied. I, I, I don't. I mean, I I see it that that is. It's a mixture of a bunch of things happening, but the fact that this stuff was all a lot of this stuff was all applied to him and it didn't mm -hmm. stick, right? Because nothing is. He's very Teflon right now. Nothing seems to be sticking to him. Mm -hmm. Against you know his base is is very cult like uh, in that aspect, but. This, but that doesn't mean that everybody is Teflon to this. Oh, yeah. he, he gets it because of his status as essentially the cult leader, but nobody else gets to do the shit that he does. So nobody else can lie like he does. Nobody else can sexual harass like he does. And I think some of the effort was, all right, if we can't go after Trump, well, then let's let's tear down the other... Parts right. that are that are propping up 
this, yeah. um, you know, this, the behavior that this, supports this his behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. <sighs> it's gross. I mean, cause I don't want to, I don't want to make this into a brag. I'm not like a hero for this, but it, I would never act like that towards, towards women. I, I don't, feel that way but that's a you know i've worked with women for you know 25 years and i it's it's just not how i was brought up it's not a, a bunch of privileged aspects of that you know for sure but it, you know it, so it, it's weird because i was thinking about my statement a while ago my my thesis statement on humanity, okay. which are people are good, right? people are, in general are good. And my question was, does that need updating? Is that true? Mm. And I I think on rumination, you know, ruminated over a while. I think that it, it still works, but there is an issue with it. People are in general good. But the question is, what is good? Because <laughs> that's not you know, that's not very well defined. Right. Uh, the corollary here would be people see themselves as doing the right thing in general. People see themselves as good. Okay. So, but their good is different relative to somebody else's good. People don't generally see themselves as the villain in their story. People see themselves as the hero of their story. So they're doing good. Whether that is what the rest of society feels is good. Right. Not necessarily. So I do think people are in general good. They're doing what they think is the good thing to do. But that doesn't mean that what is good for everybody is the same. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm kind of discouraged about how things have gone over the last year and a half. Not just not just the Trump thing, but this whole white nationalist thing and the kind of the rebirth of you know these um, jingoistic type sentiment. I guess that's still white nationalism, but mm-hmm. you know it's. I don't know. I, I, I saw us moving into a world that was very different, you know, not too long mm-hmm, ago. Mm-hmm. And and then that's just not there anymore. Well, uh, I still believe it's true. These things go in cycles. These things like, have ups and downs. And, you know, imagine what conservatives were going through during the Obama years, right? A lot of the same things there clearly were hysterics about it mm-hmm. uh, now <laughs> did obama represent a clear and present danger to the united states as trump seems to be i don't think so but um but he took away everyone's guns uh, that didn't didn't <laughs> seem to stop people from stockpiling <laughs> guns uh, all right i think we need to talk about something happier Let's drink some beers. 
That ought to help. Alcohol solves depression, right? (laughs) What was that Simpsons quote? Beer, the cause and solution to all of life's problems. Cheers. Cheers.